cold start. Uh, let's start with get what games we've been playing lately. Uh, Josh, what games you've been playing lately? Uh, none. None. Excellent. We are I, so Never back. Mind. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a busy, busy couple of months here. Just been uh, putzing away here at Metroid Prime Remastered. Still a great, beautiful, amazing video game. Um, mm -hmm. I wish I had more time to play it because mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. summertime with children is crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. All right, how about, uh, how about yourself, Mike? I've not played literally one new video game since the last time we talked. Really? I... Okay. All right. Wait, did we... Did... I can't remember if uh, we already talked about Diablo 4 last time. I think we did. We talked a little bit about it. You said the numbers go up. Yeah. Still feel the same way. It but still, like, feels, still feels like the numbers go I, up. I, you know, it's, it's just like, again, aesthetically, it doesn't quite, like... It's very, like doom pilled in a way that just feels kind of very one note yeah and I'm like yep everything's bad yeah that okay. gets exhausting I like, imagine you just you know again I don't need like you know I'm not saying like needs more jokes like it's just kind of you know <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that when everything is at like that level the whole time like mm -hmm. it loses its, its impact and I feel like okay. there's not really I don't know. I want to commiserate with you. Uh, I, I want to commiserate with you, Mike, because the game I have recently just played and completed was Final Fantasy 16. Ah, uh, yes. I I think I can count on one hand the amount of times I actually smiled while playing that this game. It's so dreary and dour. And the like main marketing ploy is like it's like Game of Thrones, but Final Fantasy is like ah man, I watched that whole show. Is this really a bragging point? I, I don't know. And, and like, there's a bunch of it's got the whole tropes of like don't get attached to any one character. You don't know when they're gonna die, and then there's a character you fall in love with, and then they die, and, and no one smiles. Everything's bad. There's a, it's a whole meta story on like slavery and climate change, and like. I think one of the most disappointing parts of this game is that the main character, Clive, his name is Clive, he doesn't... He never once really smiles. I'm not sure if his character model is set to smile. He, he does, like, chuckles. He never, like, laughs. And this is, like... I, 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 I beat the game. It's fine. It's, it's Devil May Cry but with, like, some Final Fantasy, like, flavoring on top of it. So if, if you like that, you like that. I didn't like it. I I didn't like it. I Give me my turn-based combat back. It, it, this is such a jarring thing. All right, I won't talk about Final Fantasy 16 forever, but when I have one of the best video games ever made, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, you put this game in my lap, and you're like, here you go, piggy, we know you wanted this. You know we've been waiting years for it. You're like, thank you. Finally, you put it in, and the game is... It's better than it has any right to be. Cloud is cracking jokes. Tifa's looking like Tifa. Aerith is being sassy. Barrett is being the best Barrett we ever could have asked for. The uh, loudest, uh, blackest, most... Oh, don't you hear the planet cloud? Man on Barrett the planet. wants you to read. Barrett wants you to read theory and then love your family. Uh, steal a book from your bookstore that gives you instructions on how to do something, like blow up a Mako reactor. Right. <laughs> that like multiple times, mind you. And 
Final Fantasy VII Remake is hilarious. There's a lot of things in that game that's just super freaking funny. And then you go to Final Fantasy 16, and it's like, oh, 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 everything's sad and everything's bad, and it's like, well, can we make it better? No, we have to wait for the prince, and you play the prince to make it better. Like, why don't you guys rise up and do something? Make it better. No, the prince will make it better for us. And then you play the game, and you have to go make it better. And it's like, I, I. No. Ooh. It's aristocracy pilled. It is! Oh my god, it no. so is! All of the no. main characters are some form of bloodline royalty. It 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 aches is what it does. And I don't know how so, many listeners that we have in the uh, United Kingdom, but Sorry about you. Sorry about you. We don't care. We should have mm-hmm. never, no we should, no knee benders we allowed. Have, we should have never left. <clears throat> anyway, um mm, 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 God's mm. Oh what excuse me. So Ray. <laughs> I, mm. I'm not getting the most positive. Like, you know, you're not sounding like you hate it, but you're not, you know, not as glowingly positive. So, knowing my limited schedule, the backlog okay. of games, the fact that I haven't even started Tears of the Kingdom yet, the fact that Starfield's uh-huh. on the way, like, mm-hmm. should I even give it a sniff, or should I just say like, wait until Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two to get my Final Fantasy itch scratched? I don't know who this game is for. To answer your question, like, honestly, like, I am a, I, I, over to my right is Final Fantasy games, over to my left is Final Fantasy games, on my PC is Final Fantasy 14, I am Final Fantasy fan, and I played it, and I'm like, what, what the heck, I, I don't know if you should play it, I don't think you'll like it, I don't know if you like Twitch action games, I've never seen you play one. But that's all this is. And don't think you're going to ever play another character. Spoiler alert, you only ever play Clive the entire game. It it literally is just, you're playing just Dante. You have big sword, you shoot magic as opposed to guns, and um, you get the pet dog. The dog is cool. Torgal is cool. I like Torgal. Uh, I, At, anyone... I mean, okay, so ahead. I mean, let me ask this question. Like, if okay. we're... we're so far now removed. I mean, obviously Final Fantasy is what you make of it, but like, you're not changing characters. You're only no. controlling one person. It, it's all twitchy, real-time, live act. Like, was this game partially hamstrung by being called a Final Fantasy game? Like, should it have been something else? That's I'm actually, question. I'm actually shocked they gave it a numerical number, like, the 16 afterwards of this. I, I feel like Stranger in Paradise might have been a better Final Fantasy game to give the 16 number for. And of course, like, the main producer of the game, they're like, we're, we're, we think in the future we should just abandon the numbering system of Final Fantasy. And it's like, I get what you're saying, but I hate that you're trying to make that call, because I don't think you should be able to say that. I don't it's, think you made I a mean, worthy successor. It's, yeah, especially, uh, yeah, it, it seems kind of sus to say it after a, I won't know, I don't know, you know, flop or anything like that. But to No, just it's ha- not a flop. But, but for it to come out and be like, not so well received and then people be like well maybe we won't do it with like well or you could just say like you know what a final fantasy game is and you know what one of the off like everybody knows what an offshoot final fantasy game is and it was what yeah. like a mainline final fantasy game and it feels like like you said they gave an offshoot game uh a main game number i and i feel that's maybe maybe i'm being full of myself maybe that's unfair it's super unfair uh because what, what do I know, right? Like, 
Look at Final Fantasy, let's say, 13, and compare that to Final Fantasy 6. These are very, very different video games. Dirge right? of Cerberus. Yeah. Sorry. That just... That's not a mainline game, and it's worth Intru ignoring. The intrusive thoughts one, man. Sorry. No, the, well, they, they but won. At least, <laughs> at least, like, you're still controlling multiple characters. Even though those games 13, are so yeah. different, you're still controlling multiple... There's, a, there's dynamicism in the party and the way that you set things up and how you manage each person. Like... Yeah, it's a little faster pace and, you know, it's less generic or what. But, like, it's still, there's still a, a a formula there that is recognizable that people understand as what that series is at its core. Yeah, yeah. There, there is no strategy in this game. Um, th th there was a joke out there. It's like, oh, there's no strategy because you put it on easy mode. I took it off of easy mode for a little bit. Uh, because the easy mode is based on accessories. Like, you could put on different accessories that will say, like, hey, if you put this accessory on, just keep tapping the attack button and we'll auto-do some fantastic combos for you. And it, it comes on to you at first if you select story mode. And I, there's a couple other accessories you can attach on to do the same thing. Like, hey, do you want to automatically use potions the moment your health gets one-fourth down? Hell yeah, put that on right there. That Thank you very much. And there's other ones. Um, I kept those on at first just to see what it was like. Then I took them off and I was like, okay, this is like, this is not as fun of an experience for me. I can see why people get that, but you get so much powers. You get so overpowered as the game goes on. Um, it doesn't feel like you're playing a strategic game. It feels like you're just playing a very, very, very... I mean, it this sounds more like a character action game than it does like a strategy role-playing yeah. game. There is no role-playing here. The, there, there's a set path. You walk it. If you do side missions, I feel like you're wasting your time because all of the side missions suck. I did like a quarter of them before I gave up and said, this is Drek. This is actually... This is coming from someone that did all the side missions in FF7 Remake because I love that game. <laughs> and I think it's one of the best games ever made. But this... No. I mean, that was one no. of my big problems with Final Fantasy Thirteen is that, at least for me, playing that game, I felt like it was, yes, you still had a party and you had characters and whatnot, but, like, there was no exploration in that game. It was just like, no. hey, take no. lightning, make her fucking hoofstep sounds in a straight line until <laughs> you get to the next objective, do a fight, and then do that over and over again. Like, I, I took that game back because it was just... It was so boring. You, There was no exploration. There was no opportunity to have those little moments where you, you know, you find that little side alley. You, you know, you get into that little side mission minigame situation because you stumbled on to something. It just, there was none of that. I, I my, my, one of my biggest, biggest, biggest complaints, and I blame the director of this, Yoshi P. He was also... He, the producer for Final Fantasy XIV. He knows what he's doing. Um, I don't want him in the director chair, maybe. May, you know what? That's not fair. Go back again. Go try it again. Let's see if you learn from your mistakes, right? But the game is like about 40 hours long. And this is, you could look this up online. 11 to 12 hours of it is cutscenes. And you feel Ooh. it. You feel it. Oh my gosh. That's a this lot. is why this is another reason why I don't recommend this game to you because you'll just get bored. I was yep. bored out of my mind so many times. Imagine you're doing like this baller boss fight. Some of the boss fights are great. They're epic. The music is kicking. I think I want to download the soundtrack. I think the, the 
I don't know if I've listened to a Final Fantasy game where it had bad music, and it's swelling, and it's, it's timed itself to the hits and the attacks, and then immediately when you're done, they have a 20-minute cutscene where Clive has to go on a fetch quest. And I'm not joking. It happens after every single boss fight. They're like, they're, they're like, do a Marvel thing. They're like, <laughs> well, that just happened. Anyways, go get some spare parts. We have to go improve a, a, a ship. Let's go get some gears and whatnot. And I'm like, you can't be real right now. You you have to be yanking my leg. <laughs> I cannot believe this is a Final Fantasy mainline number game. It's like they they missed a point of any sort of like... You know, there's peaks and valleys, but you have to come down from the valley. It's not a sheer cliff. Mike has a question. I can't believe that this is a mainline Final Fantasy based on what you're saying. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm absolutely Mike, shocked. Mike out uh, here stirring the pot. I can believe this. You can? Why is I that? I can believe this. Because what? what? All I right. Can I can believe need it's to not ask. butter. What Final Fantasy game hurt you, Mike? <laughs> uh, if you say six, I'm leaving the pod. Two. <laughs> nope, nope. That's fair. That's fair. Two. That no. I won't defend two. Not in this podcast. Not in any podcast. <laughs> That's a bad game. <laughs> that is a bad video game. People out here saying, Mike's never played a Final Fantasy. Fuck you. Yes, I have. Two, also two's Final not Fantasy good. Tactics. But that game's good. Tactics is great. Two is not. Okay. If the last Final Fantasy game you play, I know you play FF7 Remake, but the last like, I really one enjoyed. that you... Yeah, it's, how can you not? You're a human being. Anyways. All right. Enough of my... I also, you know, over the break, uh, small little break for myself, beat Tears of the Kingdom. I have nothing to say on that because I want Josh to play it. Uh, and Mike's almost done with it, I think. I've, I've, and, I've given Mrs. Metroid Man an ultimatum. Um, uh -huh. we, 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 we started in two weeks or I started by myself. So she's got, I think we've got, we've got a vacation. So I'm, I give that, mm -hmm. that week's a pass But the week after okay. that. If, if we don't start it. I'm going solo, and she can just join me when she can. All right. Okay. I think that's fine. Because we did. Her. Yeah. Uh, in between me playing FF16, you know, I played this little indie game. Uh, it's called Battle Bit Remastered. Uh, have you guys heard of it? Maybe you have. I've seen the TikToks. I've, yes. I've seen. I've seen the TikToks. I've seen. Um, I've seen someone aimbotting. That's <laughs> what I've seen. I've seen the uh, so the I, I watch a, a decent amount of Linus Tech Tips and they've launched a new channel focused on gaming and one of the hosts on that big We've battle bit big battle bit fan so I've been seeing mm. some content on there as well so it's good it looks it it looks it's good. Battlefield Three except with Roblox like uh, aesthetics and that is it that's the pitch. And it's not Josh, bad. it has the same player base size as Mag. And I thought, I I swear, like a year ago on this podcast, I said the world was not ready for Mag. We need to come back. And by God, they did it again. And it was like, it was, <gasps> it was so over. That we're so back. Yeah. We have we have the player level of Mag again, and it's supported. It, it works. I anytime I want to play, uh, what is it like? It's what two fifty six divided by two. Anytime I want to play those two fifty six battles, one twenty eight on one twenty eight, I I find the full game and I'm in and it's chaos and I love it. 
You know what's effective when you have like 128 on 128? When someone flies a helicopter, right? Because there's little helicopters you could fly. And everyone looks at it, and you know like everyone down there except some engineers have small arms. They can't do anything to you. Yeah, if 50 of those small arms fire at your helicopter, you're in the world of... <laughs> Well, and yeah, I, you watch that. You watch I, that helicopter like fall to I, the ground. I, I smell some unscripted gaming plays X coming up here very soon because I really do. I really do got to check this out. It's really fun. It um, there's a drag skill where your little Roblox little character with the little nubbins they drag onto the ones to drag oh. them out of the line of fire. And so when I always play medic class because I was a medic in real life, I'm like, okay, let me let you get you out of combat, and then you, you revive them, and then you heal them, and then you like pop off a couple rounds or you throw a smoke round, and it's like. You would think because of the aesthetic, you're like, this is not a serious game. Let me give you a very serious example of how, like, weirdly serious they took this game. There are night mode maps, and you at any given time can pop down night vision goggles on your little Roblox little character. <laughs> and it looks cute. That's incredible. And they're like, they're like going dark, and once <laughs> you have the NVGs on, one of the loadout kits you could get is a flare. And if you're a smart player, you'll use a flare and throw it into a platoon of people you know are wearing NVGs, and it blows out Fries, their NVGs. That's, <laughs> that's so sick. Oh, uh, it's 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 getting, neat. It's really just fun. The, game. the the idea of getting absolutely domed by uh, <laughs> Roblox Sam Fisher is just very funny to me. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I have I have nothing but positive things to say about this game. It's it's the Battlefield game. I think I've wanted for years. It doesn't look the way I want it, but you know what? It doesn't matter. I, I think I said like a couple podcasts ago, I want more games to look bad, but still focus on the mechanics. And this is it. Th this is this is exactly what I want. A game that's so mechanically inclined and yeah. it looks dumb. You don't <laughs> have you don't have to max out a 4090 in SLI with ray tracing on to like have a good game. Just like do what you can, but make it mm -hmm. fun. Like, focus on, don't put so many resources on making it beautiful that you make the game ass. It, it has those Battlefield moments, too. Like, I'm just peeking out from behind the corner, and then someone, because they hate me, they fire an RPG and just dome my, <laughs> my little Roblox character, and they go spinning. <laughs> oh, man, Mike, Mike, you and I could, you, we gotta bring the tank crew back. It does oh, have tanks. It does have days. tanks. Yeah. My, my, Mike and, and I were pretty good at that. scripted days. That was we were a nasty game. combo. We really were. It was. It, we we See, we messed the some trick stuff is, up. You gotta jump. You gotta jump out of the tank and start using your repair tool to damage their tank until they jump out of the tank, and then you'll start fixing it. The second you start fixing it, you hop in the tank, hit the mm. reverse, blow them up. Two tanks. <laughs> Two tanks, baby. Works every time. Oh, and everyone has landmines. Like, part of your kit is everybody has landmines. Oh, great. Be because there are so many people in the game that, you know, you can't watch your corners at all times. So sometimes when you and your squad, you're always assigned to a squad, will, like, take a building or take a cover point. It's courtesy to drop a landmine in the door. So when the inevitable happens... <laughs> And friendly fire is off by default. You can't friendly fire people unless you uh, you purposely hit them like repeatedly with a vehicle. Eventually, that friendly fires them. But the only negative I can say about the game right now is it's in early access, but it's fifteen bucks. 
for 15 bucks you're getting like a full gameplay experience and i say take the dive it's what it was ranked number one on steam for a, a brief hint of time uh one of the most bought games yeah, yeah. highly recommend it uh speaking of uh, games that you can't play soon uh, oh jesus christ oh no gundam <laughs> oh, evolution no. is shutting down in november i knew it I knew it. They they announced That's this. That's rough, man. It it launched Didn't it in just come out? September it, of twenty two. Yeah, a full year, uh, just barely. Yeah, a full year. they they announced it um yesterday, and there's a roadmap that they're announcing today at time of recording about an mm -hmm. hour from now, but they're already suspending sales of Evo coins and the um, ticket pods and some of the other stuff there. So yeah, the game will sunset in November. Mm -hmm. That is really unfortunate, um, but it, it was. I saw it coming. It, it was. It was obvious. I mean, it was. It was a fun game, but I just don't feel like they did enough to keep it fresh. Like there, there were some obvious ways to play the game that mm -hmm. broke the balancing, and they just yeah. never seemed to get the formula right, and the initial rush just didn't stay it died off very quickly and i mean I, you know i've checked steam charts every so often and i feel like um every time i see it it's like less than 100 people actively playing the game like it's if, if, <clears throat> i gotta i gotta say this and it sucks and it's true maybe you don't put some of the most powerful gundams or most powerful zaku type units or xenon units behind the paywall maybe you don't put gundam unicorn which auto heals by just standing next to your allies maybe you don't put that behind a 15 dollar paywall i get it it's a free-to-play game you gotta make your money but when gundam unicorn is just off of the corner with its giant like killer mode and it's got a machine gun and you see it just healing all the enemies by just not even hitting a button just standing there you're like i don't know man that feels that feels bad and then you got this one, I forget the name of it, it wasn't fixed for months, but the player base complained about it for four months. It was the one, uh, I haven't played in months, it was the one Zaku unit with the Heat Hawk Axe, mm. and its special attack was it spins around. Yeah, that motherfucker. Um, that thing was a terror, and by the time it got nerfed, it was too late. Like remember that story I told you where like it was me and the same like 15 people kept popping yeah. into the same matches yeah like a month after that is when they finally nerfed I was like nah that that ship has sailed it's over it's so over at, to, to quote Mike <laughs> yeah I mean it, it was a, it's like, never it's been more over it was, <laughs> never it, over we're at levels of over even more <laughs> than previously thought possible that's how over it is no, that's a shame because I really like the game, but they needed better ways to like earn money for it. It's getting what it deserves. It just deserved better. It's sad. The I will say there's been a, a slight rush of players because of the news. It mm -hmm. is now with a uh, player count of 365. That's nothing. That's like. <laughs> Yeah, no, so it's just you know, yeah, like like you said, it was it was a good game, but they they just didn't do what they needed to do to keep it active and vibrant, and yeah, I mean you can't you can't just keep a 
live service free to play game open for a couple hundred people. It just yeah doesn't make sense. Yeah, this is the game that gave us Gun Tank, and you know what? When's the last time you had a playable Gun Tank? I can't tell you. It's true. It's true. That's right. I, this is the game that got me interested in the RX seventy nine gym because. That thing owned in the correct hands, i.e. my hands. You acted like Char Aznable out there with a RX-79 gym. And that's normally the thing that's like getting cut the hell up inside the series. Ray, in our Beam Saber campaign, I'm going to make you play as a gun tank. I'm thinking about it. That might be neat. The gun tank's neat! It, it, it does what it does. It's, it, it knows gun. It knows tank. All right, what more do you need? <laughs> Solves a lot of problems. It does. Problem can't be solved by a tank, but it can be solved by a gun. It, it's true. Guys, I want to bring up a tech-related issue, if you don't mind. It's tech-ish. Uh -huh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh. Ray Tech Minute. Oh, Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Time for Josh's. <laughs> Time for Josh's. Time for Josh. Time for Josh. I did not mean Time to do for this. Josh's. <laughs> Josh's Tech Minute. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the motherboard. It's very good. Yeah. Very modern. Graphic. Very modern. Great. Love that. Uh, go I, on. I go. What's my minute? Go what on, kind of Ray. minute do I get? Do I get a destiny minute? That's my minute. I think. <laughs> you used to get those. You want to? Hey, you you want to talk about lightfall? Mike, there's a new season. It's fine. If you if you make yourself a bumper, I will put it on this dream deck. Ooh. Okay. Good to know. And then when Ray edits the audio version, he has to go in and manually add in the music every time, and it's amazing. It's not amazing. It's perfect. Just a thing I okay, have to good do. to know. Tech minute. What's up? Uh, game accessibility via um, lately. So, you guys saw that article where like eighty-seven percent of all games are just like not commercially available, and how like things are getting kind of weird when it comes to like just being able to play games. Yeah. Uh, th th there's that, and then there's something that Microsoft has done kind of lately, which is, this is tech related, they're trying to buy Activision, it looks like it's gonna be successful. Microsoft also blasted like several, I think it's thousand, like old classic games onto their Xbox service. That's neat, that's weird. Is but that also, what, because I saw like some old Call of Duty stuff floating yeah. around, is that what that is? Yeah, they blasted a bunch of old games onto yeah, they, Xbox servers. Yeah, they even like revitalized some of the server, like some of those games, like Modern Warfare, they, the servers were active again for... Oh, brother. Like, which I did see that, you know, <laughs> no, apparently a couple, lobbies. <laughs> a couple months oh, ago, there were some fans run servers that Activision shut down that had patched a bunch of, like, the known exploits and hacks, and they didn't do them when they relaunched it officially, so all those hacks and exploits are still available, so you can really get in there and just really cause some nonsense. I, I like how there's probably going to be zero moderation there, so it's literally a, hey, if you want to just go the, in there, that, the that's on day, you. The heyday of no, the COD lobby. No it's greater so... <laughs> hive of scum and villainy. God, Ray, you... just don't, don't do that. It's not, can... don't do it. Can you imagine, like, in year 2023, going into a Modern Warfare 1 lobby for, for an Xbox Live Gold? <laughs> there, there, there's a certain brand of TikTok 
um, where people of color will do like, you know, being on the COD lobby in the 2000s and mm -hmm. they are spot on and hilarious every single time. Just wild times. <laughs> every time I see one of those, I'm like, I can't send this to him. I can't do it. But it's so funny. <laughs> I can't do it. I've, I've I might have to all. show. Just, I might send you just one. You, you go ahead. I look at Uncle Ruckus clips, not from TikTok, okay. but just randomly. <laughs> I seek out Uncle Ruckus clips <laughs> because you agree with him famously. Because he no, likes. No. How dare? How dare you? He likes to play. He has a he has a macro set up, and he runs a clip, and he tries to decide if it's Uncle Ruckus or Clarence Thomas. I, who says it's neither? <laughs> sometimes, it's sometimes it's both. It's literally the same it's character. Great situation we find ourselves in, folks. Yeah, horrible. It rocks, Bad. Honestly. So. Someone should do something about that. Anyways. So, with Microsoft doing that thing. No, I am uh, moving on because there's nothing I could do about that right now. That's right. Um. I believe it was I was listening to Jeff Gershman a couple of weeks ago, and he brought this up. He's like, hey, yeah, the Microsoft Activision deal on, like, a huge level kind of really sucks because no one likes watching a company get snapped up for any reason. But also, let's not pretend Activision is, like, doing anything good or even, like, responsible right now. And he brought up, like, and it's true, this huge list of gaming properties that Activision owns that they patently refuse to make a video game for. It's not that they don't have the money. It's not that they couldn't skill up and do it. They just don't want to. Like, the one that, um... What is it? Metal Arms. The famous one is Metal Arms that Activision owns the rights to and the key developers for they've been wanting to make a sequel of it that game for over a decade but Activision won't let them. They even offered to buy the IP rights back from Activision and they won't let them and that's fucked yeah. like they're just sitting on all this ip and they're just the call of duty company right yeah now. i mean that's definitely like there's a lot because the big kind of news piece here is that the uh the ftc has uh the you know kind of in that case uh the judge ruled against the ftc in their action to i believe like create an injunction against the procedure of the merger likely kind of giving Microsoft the runway to complete the acquisition of Activision Blizzard mm -hmm. um, which yeah. is fucked for a lot of reasons it's, that we'll talk it's about not, here. It's not a done deal but it is a lot closer to being yes. done than a lot of people would have originally thought. I think there, I, you know, I think we even talked about it here, but uh, you know, other folks I've listened to just across the industry talking about it didn't expect too much pushback. So when the FTC got involved in, in some of the initial stuff that was coming out, people were feeling a little less uh, optimistic that it was just going to happen. And then kind of seems like out of the blue, things were moving again in Microsoft's favor. I know that there are still some EU, UK regulatory hurdles, and they did like request a delay on one of the dates, but. Again, it still mm -hmm. seems like there are things that are moving forward even on that front. So uh, on the two major markets that could hold up this deal, it seems like right now those are both being overcome and, and the things are moving forward to the next stages. So hear me out on this because <clears throat> I thought about this for like a couple weeks. This is just my personal opinion. Like Activision as a company like sucks. It, it's a... 
freaking miserable company. Need it be told, they're still under a pending lawsuit by the state of California for just extremely egregious treatment of their employees. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a shitty company. I have personally, this might come back bite me in the ass, but I have personally uh, turned down working uh, at Activision like twice now in my career. And for the same reason, like, I don't want to work for you guys if I know life is going to suck while working for you for a variety of reasons. Um, maybe, I'm not saying it will, I'm not saying Microsoft buying them will be a panacea, but what what are we expecting from this company like going forward if they were to stay the if they were to stay like i some employees want the activision microsoft merger just for the hope that something changes well, well like, uh, i yeah i would say that you know microsoft being a much more you know quote unquote grown up corporation with mm -hmm. a lot more defined structures in in things even just like hr and and whatnot you would yeah. think that it kind of Microsoft coming in is adding adults to the room. There will be a lot of people in that middle and upper management who will be redundant and probably let go. Um, yeah, and yeah, you know, definitely. people on those, you know, people on some of those teams will probably get snapped up to work on other projects. Um, you know, people will get shuffled around and put on new teams. So, like for some people, especially in the middle, middle to lower rungs, I can imagine having new ownership and new people to report to almost being a sigh of relief for a lot of them. And, yeah. you know, yeah. and like you said, in, in some cases, like, yes, I mega corporations buying other mega corporations is bad and consolidation is bad. But like, I mean, yes, Activision has a lot of IP that they're sitting on, but like, you know, if you look at Battle.net, really, they only publish like six games right now. Like they are just in charge of, Six games. I think that's generous of you to say six, because I, I can't think of six. <laughs> Call of Duty, Call of Duty Zombies, Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> well, we've got what? We've got Overwatch. Over. Oh, God, that game. Okay, Overwatch, yeah, Overwatch Diablo. Wow. COD. Wow, yes. Well, yes. Co I'll, I'll be generous and break out COD and Warzone. Okay, sure. And then Candy Crush. Do you have to go to the launcher to play Candy Crush? You don't, but I'm just thinking about, like, the games that they own and publish and are, like, actively working on. So it's not in the Battle.net launcher, but, like, yeah. they really only have six games that are out there. So, like... It's not many. No. Yeah, so, for, like, for as large of a company as they are, yeah. it's not many. So, like, yes, it is bringing a lot of, like, dollars into the Microsoft Xbox umbrella. But, like, in terms of active properties that are out there right now, it's not like them snapping up an indie developer who might have 20 different games like it's just right you know. <laughs> i i am actually like and this no i i want to make it very clear microsoft buying activision for probably a lot of like capitalistic reasons is probably going to be like not great it's one of those things where it's like i want to care about it but i like i haven't bought an activision game ever since that actually i haven't bought an activision game ever since um, they released their like uh, yearly report and they realized that they had made more money than the company has ever seen in the history of the company and they still fired 10% of their employees. I was like, okay, that, yeah, I'm done. I, I, don't, I don't need your products. There's too many games out there to play. That was like 2019. Maybe they could stop being shitty 
maybe I can play an Activision game again and like enjoy it or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what it'll take. I'm but. a little cynical. I have a feeling that like I guess I am dubious as uh, of Microsoft's owning of Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Leading to a cultural reset. I sure hope that happens. Yeah. I would be surprised if that does not really come to fruition, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and just you in general, right. like, I think, uh, you know, this kind of talks about a lot of the kind of, I feel like this stuff just hits on a lot of the things we talked about last time, right? With like, because the last time we chatted on our, our last episode was like, like the Max merger just happened or like, the no, they switched from HBO Max to Max. To Max, Max. And one of the key drivers of that was to something else going on, um, that I think is indirectly a response to a lot of these things happening. Mm -hmm. uh, well, one of the reasons they switched to Max was to list everything on there as like a streaming show, cutting off residuals to. Yeah people who would have received residuals like broad in a broadcast sense because it was under the brand name of HBO previously which is a television channel yeah uh, with the streaming component so and that's like this and you know it's not a one-to-one -one thing but like these acquisitions and mergers reflect a lot of um it's the kind of two sides. It's very much the same kind of like situation happening here of like a consolidation of assets, wealth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I like, I think to see this as like a quote win for gamers in any way is. <laughs> Uh, frankly, I wish I had your brain if you think this. I wish I had your <laughs> innocent little baby brain instead of the one that I have. Uh, it must be so free. Um, to drink to drink beer, to watch games. I want to <clears throat> go back. Um, go back! <laughs> so, you know, it's just... And, you know, in a response... It, I think I saw someone describe that, like, what we are going through right now is, like, a second Gilded Age... And mm -hmm. just acquisition after acquisition, consolidation, restructuring that happens to get a lot of people laid off to then rehire those people and realize those jobs at like half the pay or something crazy like that. Like mm -hmm. that's what this is all about. Um, and just we are in a time where that is that is like our era right now and. I think a lot of the labor action you're seeing is is a response to that broadly. Again, it hasn't quite trickled into the games industry yet, but I think eh, I would Sega, not be Sega of America. That's uh, right. Sega of America yeah, uh, yeah. unionized, which yeah, yeah. Sh shout out. out to the Sonic team. All That's right. right. Clap, clap and hands together. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm power to the people. Let's go. Speaking of which, let's just look at that. Let's talk, let's talk about Hollywood. What's going on? Um... Shit's fucked. All right, let's. <laughs> I don't know how else you know, to put it. <laughs> we, we really yeah, it, things are even more fucked in Hollywood because I saw a release date for the Borderlands movie. Oh made by God! Roth, and I'm like, I want to. <laughs> I can't. Uh, we uh. we we have to we have to have 
video games step it up in a big way for the next like 12 to 18 months because even if the 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 coordinating strikes ended tomorrow like Mm -hmm. damage has been done to the production capacity and and you know we're we're gonna be getting a lot of farmed out bullshit a lot of you know weird foreign stuff really cheaply made you know christian nonsense so like the move the movies and tv are gonna be fucked for a little bit so like video games please save us i i am so ready to watch as i keep saying some of the most dog shit shows man has ever seen because they yeah. refuse to pay their writers their producers their actors the uh the th- the actors of the theater association, they also just went on strike. If everyone is coming with like demands of like, hey, we just just treat us right, treat us like humans, and you have people saying, no, no, how about we don't do that? What? I sent this to you guys. Um, did you see some of the demands that SAG-AFTRA was making of the AATMP? Like, yeah, like one of one of the demands was. Please enforce us having meal breaks. And they're just like, no. It's ludicrous. That's, like that's insane I to me. Am hopeful that I feel like those like seem those seem like basic federal labor standards. Like not even right? just like something that needs to be contractually protected, but like, hey, federal labor law says if you work more than eight hours, you get a thirty minute break. Like at minimum. So, so here's. Here's what's happening. Um, you, if you don't give them the break, and it's found out in their records or in their timesheet, whatever the fuck, they didn't get a break. The head of the studio pays a penalty, but the penalty price hasn't been updated since 1961. So, so it's if like you pay a thousand dollars, <laughs> it's like two hay pennies and a Pepsi. <laughs> 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 they're like five, not a problem. I'm five get back to five ration coupons. And, and yeah, they said no to like proper enforcement, or at least to make the penalty like a reasonable price to where it actually hurts the pocketbook. It's like blanket. When you look at the set, which is on Twitter, and maybe I'll post in the show notes, just like very easy, simple things. Like hey, when you have a streaming service and you put the shows that we acted, that we write, that we produce. When you put that on streaming, we want residuals. We're done with your like very tiny flat rates. Just a big fat rejected right there. They're like, no, this conversation goes no further. I think the funny, the thing that's gonna be hilarious about the residual stuff mm. is that, especially particularly Netflix, who is kind of like the biggest culprit of this stuff, yeah, is they're kind of getting fucked from two sides here because on the one hand they either have to pay the residuals that people are owed but at the same time they also have to admit something that I think we all know is true is that the numbers are bullshit and are fake Yeah. so it's like if we tell people if we try to cut down on the cost of the residuals Mm -hmm. by okay well here's the actual numbers then the actual numbers are out there and our the shareholders are going to be pissed because like wait nobody's actually watching this crap like the way you say it (laughs) um but all the autoplay after they finished red nose or whatever the other thing is that 
the more residuals that are paid, the less likely that other shows and uh, platforms are going to be willing to sell things to Netflix. So then they're yeah. going to lose even more content while losing more money having to pay residuals or paying more for the shows that they have than paying residuals for the shows that they've already produced. Like, you know, there's just a lot that goes into that. And yeah, it's going to be, it, you can understand kind of why they're like fighting to the death on some of this stuff, because like, if this thing goes badly, like this, you know, I don't say like, this is the end of Netflix because there's always going to be enough like money to burn into it. But like, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, the it's, it, they can go back to mailing DVDs. I, I know we're getting a little outside of like, <laughs> video gaming in general but like we're we're almost seeing the start of some of this in video games you know five ten game years pass. past yeah game pass is going to be a great example and seeing how that goes but like mm-hmm. in general we're really starting to get to a point where the golden age of the internet is really coming to an end because the ad supported free model just doesn't work on mass because there have been people have been writing a lot of really bogus and fake checks to make money work and they're you know it's kind of they're (laughs) google is legitimately unusable yeah it's like it doesn't work honestly like adsense and and google and like a lot of that is like proto crypto because it was all based on the faith of like these things are doing what they say they're doing and you're getting the impressions you think you're getting and you know all the your ads are working and whatnot and like they're actually not and the ad supported model for things just doesn't work but like you know it it sucks because we get a lot of shit for quote unquote free that just isn't sustainable that either we're gonna have to pay for from a large corporation in a bundled capacity or we're going to be nickel and dime to death paying one to $10 a month for every single little thing that we use. So like we, I, I don't know. We're, we're, we are coming very rapidly to an inflection point that yeah. the internet is going to look very different than what it does today. That both from a cost wise, from a content standpoint, from a quality standpoint, from uh, a, a number uh, and variety of players in this space and I, I honestly don't know how to square that circle like it's something I've thought about a lot of like yes I should be paying for more like I want to be donating to more people on Patreon or, or whomever to like mm-hmm. help them create the podcast like you know I've, I've been listening to the This Week in Tech Network for a long time to twit for 10 years now and you know they've recently launched their subscription service and their ads have gone down and i mean the 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 head of that leo laporte has been very adamant like our viewership has gone down we've cut a lot of shows because you know just things have changed the the advertisers have changed even with the the clicks you know the cost per click that we used to get we're just not getting that even from our high quality sponsors anymore so you know we we don't know how we're going to keep the lights on or we're break you know we when we used to be making money and and expanding our shows and expanding our uh you know the the people that we worked with and whatnot now we're retracting because it's just not there anymore it's like it's 
it's gonna be the age of Aquarius is coming. Yeah, and it's uh, uh. <laughs> people should get paid for the things that they create and the things that they do. Mm-hmm. But and nothing is for free, and it's it's hard to tell people that something you've been getting for free for a long time can't be that way anymore. Because you were never really getting it for free. You were yeah. paying for it in a different way, but that way is no longer sufficient, and you're going to have to cough up money to do so. Uh, speaking of tech nickel and diming you, did you see... I don't know if you guys saw I just saw it, like, earlier today before we hopped on. Elon Musk and all of his... This is tech-related. Elon Musk and all of his genius of how he's not running Twitter into the ground is now going to implement so that you have to have Twitter blue to send a specific amount above like a hundred direct messages which means mike unfortunately the star wars haters chat oh, no. might die <laughs> the star the secret star wars hater chat no <laughs> fucking fuck elon Musk. and yeah, which is like and fuck obi-wan kenobi that show sucked ass I'm sorry. that that show was pretty bad if, yeah, if you think that show is redeemable in any way it's not it is <laughs> it's just no wretched television. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know you worked especially hard on since, it. I'm sorry. I get uh, especially it. since uh, Andor followed right after it. They're like, here's this <laughs> here's this cow pie and right after the cow pie is a nice pecan pie. That was Which the do you want? Truly like a it's so over we're so back moment. Truly. Yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, Josh, everything you say is like completely right. There's this is it. Like the amount of people that are striking right now, there's actually, uh, if you follow the Twitter account, or maybe you gotta follow them on Blue Sky, I don't know. Uh, Twitter's not going so great. Um, More Perfect Union, they're calling this Strike Summer. Uh, UPS is probably yep. about to go on strike. UPS is once again another company asking for the most reasonable of freaking demands. And... It, it's happening. Like, the, the, the top... Is starting to tip. Not much, you know. I'm not saying like the socialist revolution is happening, but I don't know. I I see slight tinges of yeah. red peeking. Through. I pop Popo is right. The day of reckoning is upon us. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> the day of reckoning is upon us. I've been eating 40 pizzas every month. <laughs> he seems like a more January 6th kind of guy to me, but hey, you know, whatever works, I guess. Um, <laughs> Certified man of the people, Papa John Shatner. Papa John, that's right. Uh, he, he, I can't wait, believe you remember his last name. <laughs> Why do you know Papa John's last name? I don't know. Uh, smoked pepperoni came out of the top of the headquarters because they elected a new Papa John, who is Shaq. Oh my! The rivers but, ran but golden smoke. with garlic butter. That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cursed. I love it. Oh, Josh, I th- I think you hit the nail on the head though. I think yeah, uh, there's going to be, uh, yeah, I I would say you were also correct. Like ten years from now, the internet as we know it right now will not be the internet we're using. And, and there's always that like ten year gap that has been happening. Yeah, I mean the um, internet the internet we're using today is very different than the internet we used ten years ago. Like that that is those kinds of things are always going to change. But I do think. You know, you just like hopping on your phone and having access to a million different apps that are all free, like that is going to change. 
And I want to I, I want to pop this to you just to show you how much of a change that happened. Okay, because I remember this happening. I was it's burned into my head as a core memory because I was on a bike route while I was doing it. Um, it's when I was in college, when I was in Florida, right? In 2011, Netflix raised their price from eight dollars a month to nine dollars a month, and their stock crashed 50 percent. They lost a million customers in a single day because it went from eight to nine because people felt so betrayed that the price went up by like it was like a dollar or two or something like that. But and you know there, for me it's like partly I get it, but also there is that internet sense of entitlement of like I should be paying as little as possible. Like nine dollars was also probably too little at that time to be paying for. Especially in 2010 Netflix, when everybody was on Netflix, like no Everyone other still is on like, Netflix. Like everything Not was me. on Netflix, but like, well, and I mean, like every oh, you're talking about no, every network, every, no. every yeah, okay, there was okay, no yeah. like everybody's Peacock. shows were on Netflix. You know, there it was either yeah. Netflix or Hulu. Like nine dollars a month for all of that was probably too little. Like, and yet people fucking hated it, and like it. No, what, what I'm saying is, like, now you, you have Netflix, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Netflix is, right now, as we stand, the most expensive and the worst streaming platform on the net right now. You have the worst content, the worst accessibility of it. They, are, they have been trying for years to take away your family share password, and that's, like, the only benefit Netflix has going for it, and they're trying to strip that away. Like I would, I hate Disney Plus. I would rather pay for Disney Plus than pay for Netflix. Feeling like, saying I saying a, what's my favorite streaming service? That's a dick. I'm not answering that question. You could not, but, you could not torture that information out of me to say, <laughs> oh, what's my favorite streaming service? What is your favorite I, streaming? No. Service, I almost Mike? got so frustrated with Max a couple weeks ago that I Ma I can't I, believe you call it that. I know. Well, it's been such a nightmare. So. Megan and I have been watching Succession, and the episode terrible. It always loses. First off, it never shows us in your keep watching that Succession even <laughs> exists. And then when I started, it always pops us back an episode or starts us at the very beginning of the episode we were watching. Um, it's a nightmare. I, a, a, I almost came out of Twitter retirement just to dunk on Max on Twitter. But B, I get Max for free from my, my like, internet cable bundle. I almost yeah, yeah, canceled yeah. my cable subscription just in spite of Max. <laughs> I was so mad. Like I will That's go amazing. I will go get another cable provider that doesn't give me Max for free just because this experience is so terrible. I got to say I cancel like every single streaming service I have except I think Crunchyroll cuz there's like one anime I'm still left watching on it. But it has been like liberating. One, I'm saving like 80 bucks a month. Because they've gotten so ridiculously expensive. And two, it, it, you find out that you have so many more options. Did you know the library lets you rent DVDs and Blu-rays? Go to the library. I've been going to the gym more. I've been uh, playing a little bit more video games. Or, heck, I've been doing what I used to do and just reading books or sitting down and talking with the missus. And we just talk about nothing. What a fucking nothing. nerd. It's true. It's Dude, absolutely who's gonna true. Read. <laughs> it's books, absolutely eh? true. But uh, it, 
it dawned on me, like, when the actors were asking for residuals, like, I had no idea until they started that strike that they were getting, like, literally zero dollars and zero cents. That is absolutely actually insane to me. And also the shows that get cancelled. I, uh, Mike, we've talked about this very briefly a couple episodes ago. But it was like... Some of the shows get cancelled after they've been on for like a couple months. What was it? HBO Max did that huge purge of like, Yep, we paid for a bunch of shows. Oops! Actually, they didn't perform well. They're gone. They're going into the vault. Bye! No, we're not releasing them on Blu-ray. Bye! They're gone! Yeah. Like... Season two Again, of Willow. Also kind whatever. of here's like here's the, the turn back. It's like in a world where like Microsoft is very interested in at least Xbox, I guess. I don't know, Microsoft really cares. But like in, mm. in make, making the number of people on Game Pass and the number of people who own an Xbox as close to identical as like as they can that yeah, number yeah. will never be one to one but they are very interested in like increasing the attach rate of game pass right yeah. and like when microsoft comes to you and says hey we're going to give you you know this money to let us you know to put your game on game pass and that's it um what happens when nobody plays it like yeah, that's unsustainable. Like, it, it's just like we're in a situation where, like, that's the kind of... I mean, we're kind of already, like, close to getting there mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of ways. But, like, kind of like Josh said, we're at, like, a really kind of, like, tipping point with, like, the ubiquitous, like, large platforms of how you kind of access and go through the internet kind of have kind of having hopefully having to give way to some kind of like alternative hopefully maybe websites yeah. will come back i like i liked going to a website that was nice That's we should do that again more than five websites on the internet yeah um, that was cool that there it's not sustainable what microsoft is doing like paying companies to say like hey you only re you only release games on Game Pass. The only way that's sustainable is if Microsoft actually believes they have infinite money, because I uh, well, they kind of I mean, do. At, at, at a certain that's a, point, that's the bad news. <laughs> Should we tell them? No, I mean, if you look, point, if you look like, at the price, you know, if you look at the revenue of Xbox versus the market cap of Microsoft, I mean, sure, sure. Yeah, but how long will Microsoft keep just, like, making the feeder that is their, like, toy division, the the Xbox division? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, like, Microsoft, like, are just... Microsoft's revenue is, e uh, like, profit is equal to, like, Sony's revenue. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. But, yeah. like, just, I mean, it's... on earnings calls and, you know, conversation, like, with Satya Nadella and whatnot, like, they still laud Xbox as a very integral part of their brand as a whole and I would honestly say that part of the, the the cultural turn in Microsoft has partially been because of Xbox like helping them mm -hmm. increase their branding and just like shake some of the, the, the nasty stuff from the the 2000s and, and whatnot but you know I, I think that when, when Microsoft does well when Xbox does well Microsoft does well and they look at it as a pretty integral part of 
their overall business strategy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I've heard some people talk talk about like, would Xbox ever get spun out from Microsoft? But like, I don't know. Like, no, it's no. it's it's too big, and I think it plays too big of a role in their overall brand strategy. That yes. yeah. you know, it, it, in some ways they could can be a bit of a loss leader because of the other stuff that it does that knocks on from there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was just using the example of like games that are completely Microsoft owned, like Redfall as an example. I know that's a whipping boy example, but it's like a common one. And like Halo Infinite, like these games that like trip on their own dick. Yeah, right? Microsoft famously games. good at having good games these days. Yeah, right. And it's like that what they're doing of like paying them like, okay, Game Pass only, Game Pass only, that is not sustainable. Uh it at a certain point it, it breaks and it's like, okay, we can't keep telling these studios you can only be on Game Pass. We have to let them go multiplat in some way. But if they buy up Activision, of course, they're gonna have a lot more leeway. And I think that's the play. I think that's the ultimate play of like we have to make it so we're future proof so that when we tell people Game Pass only, we actually have like a decent library behind us. Activision, I think Call of Duty is like their better one. I haven't played Diablo 4. Mike says the numbers go up, so I guess the numbers go up. I it's, guess it's I mean, well. I'm having a, like an okay time with it, but by all accounts, it is Activision. It's Blizzard's fastest selling game, and it's that's cool. Bold prediction. Going, going, it's going to be doing very well for them. What's your bold bold prediction? prediction? Bold prediction. Within, we'll say I'm going to say. I'm going to go aggressive. Six years. Within okay. six years, Game Pass will be on a Nintendo platform. You will be able to access Game Pass games on a Nintendo platform. I don't believe that for one second. No. The Nintendo is out here just like, they're the little guy. Little guy. Nintendo's the little guy like, let them fight. The rumors we the, have, the rumors we have, have been there already. The, the discussions have been had. I think it, within six years you see Game Pass on Nintendo. Yeah, I mean you're you're recording it live. This is uh, so. I I see the path. There's also like seven twenty one twenty twenty nine. Put it on the calendar, folks. Hey Google. There's also just oh, remind sorry, me on July twenty first two thousand twenty nine to check my prediction. <laughs> on the record. Nice. 10am. <laughs> Josh is waking up, grabbing whatever he drinks in the morning. I guess it's a Diet Coke. Coffee too. <laughs> coffee. Coffee too. This, Finally. This is, this is also assuming that Google will still be around in six years. Nah, Google's got uh -oh. a lock. Put it on the calendar just to be sure. Uh... Yeah, there's also just a big of a likelihood that like micro Nintendo is still on the first Switch, and then they've uh, released a new Jesus. Switch model that now has a button in the middle of the screen or something. <laughs> it's like a It's like a oval. It's like a screen that just has a big button in the middle of it. Okay, I got I got one for you. Button. It's, it's, I got the, one it's for the you. MacBook wheel, just in Switch form. It's the click wheel. <laughs> We're still back. Nintendo has known to do this from time to time what if the next console that nintendo releases 
they trip. Like, they tripped with the Wii U, and they arguably tripped with the GameCube. I like the GameCube, I'm in the minority, though. What if the next one is just like, Uh-oh, we had the machine oh. that prints money, oh crap! <laughs> and this if they is a do, very good prediction, if, if they, actually. But then they're gonna be more desperate to bring people in, or to uh -huh. retain people, and Game Pass would be a perfect part of that strategy. I think- I don't- uh, Ray, this has tickled me to my core. The, like, <laughs> Nintendo fail console. Becoming <laughs> this just, it feels so inevitable. Because all so they have funny. to do... You're so right. You know, all they have to do is just release another Switch, the screen's bigger, and it's more powerful. And I'm good, baby! And they absolutely won't do that! That's absolutely the opposite of what's gonna happen! <laughs> It's gonna be like this Nintendo wrist-mounted VR piece of shit <laughs> that no one asked for. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna go full. They're gonna go big into like the cardboard stuff again, guys. Yeah, the guys, Nintendo it's Labo. Not the, it's not the Nintendo Switch Two. It's the Nintendo Game Gear Two. It's time for Game, Game Gear. Gear. <laughs> yeah. The big thing that never fit into your pocket. Big thick. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If yes. if anyone at Nintendo is listening and you're in the R and D, listen. Just make it bigger. Look at what the Steam Deck does. Just do that. Just just do I, that. I can't wait. I That was one of my favorite Giant Bomb streams was like the Labo build stream. If you haven't Jesus. watched that one, folks, go go track that one down. That one's a gem. It really I, is. I cannot believe they tried to sell us cardboard. <laughs> I, I thought it was like, I get, I get it, but also like, no. No, thank you. No. Nice no. try, though. Appreciate it, but, but no, thank you. Josh, you want to do the thing? Yeah. Uh, one last quick hit. Uh, just a something I saw yesterday that was pretty cool. Uh, PlayStation announced a uh, accessibility controller called the Access Controller. So, oh, that's cool. a little different than the style of the the Microsoft controller, but the just high level. Access controller, ninety dollars. Um, a lot of people are looking, you know, in the disability community, saying like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome." A lot of people also in the editing community, are like this controller could do a lot of great things in editing and whatnot, and you know, something that could just give people different ways to, you know, use input devices. So, ninety dollars for the access controller on pre-order now, uh, whereas the uh, Microsoft accessibility controller is like a hundred and twenty. So, kind of undercutting that market a little bit but also and again a different form factor to just give people with um you know different abilities different hand movements different gestures to uh, more ways to play games so uh, i thought that was pretty cool mike you had a question yeah that, no, that's that pretty cool. Really cool like what about yeah. the use case for like a vessel of some kind go on i mean I hope is, this is would it work for well. that uh, it it could it could potentially control a vessel, um, okay. you know. Uh, just just thoughts and thoughts uh, on that front. Uh, it only has one joystick though, so you might you know you might be limited in the in the axes that you need to yeah. control in a three dimensional space uh, without some additional inputs. But you know, okay, uh, real real go getters out there could uh, probably make it make it work. So. Yeah. People with 1920s ass names could go mm -hmm. and try to make it work. 
Oh, I like the control. I, I like the controller though. I think that's really cool. If if companies start fighting for more accessibility options for people that are like, for whatever reason, cannot control games better, you know, that's that's a net positive. Yep. I love that. And even I mean, even if 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 just somebody out like there are people out there who maybe aren't you know don't have those limitations or or those different abilities, but they just like never really get. You know, the, the controller doesn't feel right in their hands. Like, it just gives more people more ways to play. It gives more people, you know, access to tools that can make other things in their lives easier. And, you know, just things like that in the space are, are always welcome. And it's, it's good to see that um, now two of the three major companies have made serious investments in, uh, you know, addressing the accessibility issues of just a standard controller and not relying on third party you know not to say that the third party stuff isn't good but you know mm. a lot of those don't have the same funding or r&d abilities or they have to charge more because they're smaller companies so it's awesome to see uh that in this space so i uh i have one accessibility controller story real quick you ever heard of the hitbox controller it sounds familiar it a- but it's a fighting game controller, but it's all buttons as opposed to mm, any joysticks yes. or any flippers. Oh, yeah. Uh, that controller is so good that some tournaments have started banning it. Like, you cannot use a hitbox fight st- <laughs> fight pad into uh, some fighting game tournaments. Because they're like, it's cheating because it's too accurate. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I, I love it. I love it. Well, you know what isn't banned? Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Visiting unscriptedgaming.com. Yeah. You could go well, there. We haven't to, banned anybody from that yet. Not, if not. You're a sicko, not, we, will. we might. Well, it depends on what kind of sicko. But if you're a sicko or not, come down to unscriptedgaming.com. You can find access to all of our videos, all of our different podcasts. Uh, you can get our post-scripted watches of Gurren Lagan and uh, Evangelion. You can get Creed Got Robbed. I'm sure there are going to be some hot episodes coming out here with all the movies coming out soon. And uh, with uh, that, that battle, battle, battle Borg bits, we'll probably have some Unscripted Gaming Plays X coming up soon. <laughs> so uh, go to unscriptedgaming.com. You can follow us on our socials at Unscripted Game Podcast on Facebook, Unscript underscore gaming on the Twitter. Uh, you can get us audio versions of our podcast at soundcloud.com slash unscripted dash gaming. All the podcatchers apps, we are there. Thank you for listening to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. Uh, my name is Ray. My name is Mike. Peace.